Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. And hey, you know, uh, if you haven't gotten your scrubbing in merch yet, I do want to mention you can still get it. That's at myfanthreads.com slash scrubbing in. Just want to make sure I got that link right. Uh, myfanthreads.com slash scrubbing in. There's going to be a link in the episode description. And a portion of all the merch sold is going to go to help uh, LAUSD and those in need. It's a great deal. Yeah, our merch is off the chain. Off the I don't chain. know if anyone says that anymore. And everybody's just it's in, off the chart. Everybody's in cozies right now. Can't really wear much yeah. else. Yeah, and it's being donated to people in need. So if you're looking to get scrubbing in merch, now is the time. The crop pink sweater with the scrubbing in down the sleeve is so soft and it's like not too thick, not too thin. It's truly the perfect sweatshirt if I do say so myself. Um, so go and check that out. That's myfanthreads.com slash scrubbing in and you will look so cute and cozy. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award winning podcast. Hello everybody. It's Monday. It's Monday. Literally could have fooled me. (laughs) See, hi, Easton. Hi, everybody. It's Monday. 
<laughs> it's so funny because I will say every day feels the same except for Mondays still feel like a Monday to me. Like, I feel the same lethargic feeling that I always feel on a Monday. Um, you know what's interesting? The days actually don't feel the same to me because since I'm still working, like, the weekday still feels like the weekdays. Mm-hmm. And the weekends feel like the weekends, but it all feels very similar in, in a weird way. Like, I can't quite put my finger on it, but um, yeah. but I do have to say this weekend was, like, such a great weekend. Why was it such a great weekend, Tanya? Let me tell you something, because Red Star and I got, like, a really good night of Shit's Creek Marathon in, so, like, we got... we. I think like normally when we watch TV, we can't really watch too much TV because we end up just like making out the whole time, you know, like we're still in that phase of early. Oh, young love. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this weekend we got like a solid like seven, eight episodes in at one time. And that's the most we've ever done. So I was like really proud of us for that. Wow. And then we, um, we did like a picnic thing, like, um, like a picnic at home situation where we like put a blanket down and we like packed like a bottle of wine and homemade crackers and things like that and uh we played cards and we played fun like getting to know you games and it was just like such a nice weekend tell us about those homemade crackers you you made (laughs) yeah they look delicious (laughs) No, they did not. They looked so disgusting. I loved his review. It literally, <laughs> it looked like okay. I don't know if anyone's ever been to communion in like a Catholic church, but it's like these like basically these white things. They're crackers, but they like dissolve in your mouth. Ew! I'm like no. gaggy thinking no, about it. So, I've been really into making my own almond milk during this quarantine because I never realized how easy it is. Like you guys, it's literally so easy and there's no preservatives in it. So I'm like only going to make almond milk on my own from now on, but you get all this leftover pulp. And so I'm like wanting to try and figure out something to do with it. And so Sierra sent me this recipe of these crackers and she's like, they basically taste like Cheez-Its. And I was like, bomb. Okay. So I'm making the first (laughs) batch and like, they were like burnt and like not great. But the second batch, I was like, oh, these are good. Like, I crushed it this time. Based on, wait, based on how they looked or how they tasted? Both. <laughs> so do you, okay. do you like season them at all? Or do you like, how does that Yeah, work? you just, nutritional yeast. So oh. basically nutritional yeast is like a vegan's form of cheese. It's so and good. So, yeah, it's so good. So we were eating them and like he literally like he was eating them and he was like, do you really think these are good or just like good because they're healthy? <laughs> and I was like, I think they're both. And he was like, I because I can't tell if I'm eating your crackers or a piece of tree bark. <laughs> Honestly, I love Red Star because that is just that is what I think how I think you process everything is like you have a you've like mentally convinced yourself that it's good because it's healthy. Like it's good for you. So therefore it tastes good, which is a, honestly, it's like a superpower. I do have to say and... though, each batch that I'm making, like I'm doing, cause it's so e- it's literally so easy to make. So I just do it every time I make almond milk. 
each batch is getting better and better. So the one I made this morning is even better than the last. Um, but I, I told him over the weekend that like me and you always joke about how when we have kids that I'm going to be the house that has like the almond pulp crackers and like Ew. Becca's house is going to be the house with like the Oreos and the Doritos and stuff. <laughs> my kids, my kids will never want to go to your house. They'll be like, can they, can they please come over here? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I couldn't really figure out where he landed on that. Like I couldn't tell if he was like. Haha, or like was happy about that i couldn't tell i i think yeah i think well he's pretty healthy so i feel like he probably would just like maybe a balance maybe like a healthy cracker but maybe not almond pulp crackers you know right 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 but i'm glad y'all had a good weekend i saw photos and they looked really cute it's so weird like it's so weird because i almost feel like starting a relationship in quarantine is like so it just kind of throws you into it real fast you know what I mean like yeah yeah I mean you really discover if you like each other (laughs) it's a real like marriage test run you know yeah like it's weird because I have been single for so long and I just like kind of wake up and I do what I want on my own terms and so I thought it would be weird having him around all the time but like I actually really like it and when he's not here I'm like where's my buddy I feel like when he's not there, those are your down days. But when I talk to you and he's there, you're all like, I'm great. (laughs) But when he's not, you're like, what is life? I'm questioning everything. (laughs) Like, I think it's less about the quarantine and more about Red Star being around. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird because I think a lot of people are having like up and down days. I'm trying to figure out like what mine correlate with. It always seems to do like when I have like a big cleaning day, I always seem to get like in my head about things. I I woke up this morning and I've like missed my, I've missed my friends and I've missed like normalcy and my family and like traveling and stuff this whole time. Like it's been in my head, but today I woke up and I was just like, so frustrated that I couldn't just be like, Hey, let's hang out or let, you know, it just like hit me. I also started my period today and I worked, I like can barely process thoughts right now. Cause I worked out so hard this morning. Wait, talk to me about your period because I'm about to get mine too. Does that mean we're, have we always been synced up? I th- oh, hold on. Phoebe wants, I'm, I've moved the office into the closet for sound quality and Phoebe wanted in, but now she's wanting out. There you go. Bye, Phoebe. <laughs> she says bye. Um, I feel like we probably have times where we're seeing to when we're not. I would imagine being friends for as long as we have. There's got to be some crossover somewhere. Is that a thing? Like that actually happens. <laughs> but let me tell you. The, the yeah, but it yeah, happens like, like when you're when you're around each other, though. So the fact that we haven't been around each other—that's kind of crazy. That's a deep bond. Yeah, it goes deep. I like where your head's at. It, yeah, but um, yeah, I, it's been, I the week before my period is where I'm really just like my most evil, honestly. I know, but I have to say, like, I'm so proud of you for just like I feel like you've been like even keeled this entire time. Like I've been a freaking roller coaster. I've been like up, down, and around, and Becca has been like steady Eddie. Yeah, but that's all because, first of all, I mean, my personality is pretty much that. But also, my life is pretty 
consistent with what this is aside from like getting to see my friends and stuff and I've been like well I get to talk to them I get to see them on zoom but today I was just like I woke up and I'm like it's just not the same (laughs) like I was looking through pictures of like traveling and I was like I just want to go and be able to be like let's go to the desert for the weekend and get a house with a pool you know the thing that's weird is just like we don't know when this is gonna be done you know what I mean like I don't like no it's like such a a, um question mark as to when this is gonna be done or how it's gonna be done or if it's gonna go back to normal or you know what I mean I think that's what's really tripping me up is like yeah I did have the best burger of possibly my life this last weekend I know I'm kind of jealous tell me about it so and you did your nails, which we need to get back to, by the oh, way. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the burger, I was posting. I posted like a story recently, and I was just saying like all the foods I was craving, which was like everything. But um, this girl wrote me on Facebook, and she sent me the Instagram to this burger place in LA called Burgers Never Say Die, and the um. The whole thing is, like, you call in to order, but they had closed once every, like, quarantine started, but then they were reopening and they were just doing pickup orders. And she was like, but you have to order in advance and, like, you have to wait in line. Like, it's a it's a big deal. Like, it's very popular. So I saw the pictures and I thought about, I, like, was having vivid dreams about eating this burger and what it would taste like. <laughs> and so... I'm doing a work... So, Haley and I have been doing uh, workouts with our trainer over FaceTime or whatever, which has been great. It's, like, you know, been great for me to do. But her trainer was like, um, hey, if y'all are, if y'all want a good burger, my husband is, like, co-owner or somehow involved in this restaurant called Burgers Never Say Die. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, I've literally been dreaming about a burger from there ever since I heard about it. And she was like, oh, yeah, they, they just opened back up today. So um, we drove and got one on Friday. And it was, you know how you see pictures or you think about things and you imagine how they'll, they'll taste and then you taste it and you're like, it was good, but it wasn't like exactly what I thought it would be. This was everything I thought it would be. It was perfect. And then Easton <laughs> responded and gave me the validation I needed as a fellow fast food foodie. Wait, it's fast food? I mean, it's I mean, it's a burger. It's like, I, it's it's a really it's a gourmet, really well made <laughs> burger. Uh, and it's it, like, and then they make their fries in beef tallow, like how McDonald's used to. So they, so it's not vegan, but um. It's so good, and, and I used, they used to do it out of an apartment complex. Like, I would just, like, set up the griddle, like, in a parking lot, and uh, I went, when they were doing it at, a like, a pub, they were doing it in a parking lot of a pub, and I waited in line for, like, an hour and a half, and I was like, man, this burger better be good, and oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Wait, I want to try that, I'm because when I'm on my period, the only thing I want is a burger, and I think it's because I, like, never eat, I, I never eat red meat. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I really think you'd like um, it. Becca, what would you compare it to in terms of like, it reminds me a lot of a Shake Shack burger, but like a much ooh, better version good. of it. Interesting, because I'm not a huge Shake Shack. I mean, I like Shake Shack, but I wouldn't, I don't like, I I, I don't know. The, oh, the, the most comparable for me is this place in Denver called 
uh, Park Burger. Great. This place which in Denver. Was... <laughs> no, no, no. I said it was similar to that. Well, he's saying compare it, it to something that we could have maybe tried at some point. Oh. Becca's like, this uh, one place is random but pub in Cincinnati. This burger my mom used to make. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had I haven't had anything like it in LA to be honest. But the cheese is melted to perfection. It's two thin patties. My the the key to a perfect burger for me is a thin patty. And then the bun and the pickles are crunchy and juicy. And then like Easton said, the french fries that went along with it. It was just absolute perfection. If you are in LA, highly recommend. Wow. Okay, I'm going to try that and I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, so that was that was one of the highlights. And then uh we started uh little fires everywhere. Oh, it's on Hulu. So good. It's literally one of the best shows that's been on TV, in my opinion, in a long time. What episode are you on? Uh we're caught up. We're just waiting for the last one. Oh. I don't think I'm even caught up. I think I'm on episode like four. Oh, yeah, you there's seven out right now. Yeah. I don't know how you stopped. We literally would have to be like, okay, let's stop so that we can, we don't watch them all in one sitting. So here's the thing with me and TV, I can't stay up late to watch TV because I have to get up early in the morning. So by the time I like, usually like I finish work and then I work out and then I like clean and then I make dinner and then I really only have time to watch like one episode of something. So I can't really get through much stuff. I don't know if you, I think you could sacrifice the cleaning session at night since you do it all day during the I day. I could. And I actually, I have to admit, I have really taken a step back from the cleaning thing. Like in the beginning of quarantine, I was like deep cleaning every other day. Like when I tell you deep cleaning, like all my hands and my, like all on four, what is it? Forearms or four legs or whatever. All, all fours. All fours. <laughs> Scrubbing and dusting and like the full thing and now I'm doing it like every two weeks a deep clean and then like every day just like a little section okay well that seems a little bit healthier (laughs) (laughs) really Um, just tapering it back but I really could be more productive because like my nail has literally split down the middle because yeah what happened I have acrylics and so it like literally split I don't know if you can see but I'm like fully bending it like that but it's not coming off and i don't want to peel it off because i'm too scared well yeah i wouldn't peel it i'm just letting them like grow out fully until i can get them done but seems a little bit sonsy at the moment i mean it's just so like the irony is that i always just do like a nude simple color that will grow out you can barely tell right like mine out yeah, that's like my go-to. But before we went to Hawaii for Britt's birthday, I was like, I'm going to spice it up. And I did a neon green French tip I for the that. first time. And then all of a sudden, all the nail salons are closed and we can't go. And so I have these ugly neon French tips. <laughs> so finally, I was like, I filed my right hand which so I'm left-handed so it's my dominant hand so I filed my right hand down but then I went it took forever and then I went to do my my dominant hand with my non-dominant hand and it was like too much so I just left it so I had one without the green tips 
one with the green tips. Finally, I thought, I'm going to see if there's an electric nail file on Amazon that I can get. So I found one. I thought I was going to burn my nails off or, like, cause severe damage, but I did it. And I did it well. It took forever. And then I got these glue-ons that JoJo recommended. Oh. And what did you glue them on with? Permanent ink or uh, permanent ink <laughs> it's... doesn't glue things. Um... Sharpie your nails in. That's... Yeah. Oh, what am I trying to say? Super glue. glue. It's super a, glue. Super adhesive. Glue. No, the nails came with adhesive. So I just put them on. But I lost my, I lost one of them the very next day. And I was like, this is not going to work for me. And then I lost my pinky one. But basically, all you have to do is make sure you put enough adhesive on your nail and on the, like, fake nail. And so, then I filed them down, so they look nice right now. Those look good. I'm impressed. So, I ordered I ordered um, nail polish remover and uh, just nail polish, because I don't have either or. And I'm going to venture to do my toes this, this weekend. Oof. Good luck. I, I made a huge mistake and tried to like file my toes and I think I gave myself an ingrown toenail so I literally could not sleep last night because I was in so much pain. I know I'm almost Have you ever had one? Yeah I'm almost thinking it's better to just like not touch any of my nails until this is over you know. I mean, your toenails are going to be like a hazard. I know. And actually, because I run, um, I actually, um, one time I, I got gels. That's why I can't get gels on my toenails anymore because I got gels. So I didn't realize how long I had gone without getting a pedicure. And my nail was jabbing into my uh, running shoe that I like literally bruised. Like it, my nail was black for like, it literally took six months to get rid of it. Oh. So you just didn't feel the length when you were just like living? No. <laughs> it was just like poking out of your shoe and you had no idea. <laughs> it wasn't That's like so that sick. long. <laughs> Bursting through like the end of the shoe. I'm like weird about my toenails getting long. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Yeah. Well, oh, listen to this. Oh, wait. I have a great story if we want to take a break and then come back. Well, oh my god what a tease all right let's let's what uh, a, yeah, what a tease. <laughs> let's, uh, it's a good one too let's take a break right here can i rant for a sec please Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger 
better than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Okay, so on Friday night, after the most amazing burger of my life, Haley and I are playing Mario Kart against um marla who's her best friend and thatcher who's her brother and we were playing like virtual you know on nintendo switch you can play against each other online no i don't know that because i don't i don't play video games wow okay so on loser (laughs) so (laughs) on nintendo switch you can like go online and you can play your friends who have a nintendo switch it is fun and um we're just like in the middle of a battle and someone like bangs on my door and they're like police department and i like freak out literally in my brain the way my mind works i was like oh my gosh i haven't gotten my um registration stickers for my car (laughs) they're after me um (laughs) so anyways i opened the door and they're like hi they're like there's like three cops standing there and they're like is everything okay and i was like yeah, I was like, we're good. And they're like, they're, we just heard some noise coming from inside. I was like, oh, we're just playing video games. And I was like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, there was a, um, like a noise complaint. 
um, in the complex. And I was like, oh, for me? And they were like, no, for one of the other um, tenants. And they're like, do you know any of your neighbors? Do you know any of your neighbors who um, don't speak English? And I was like, no, I don't know a lot of my neighbors that well. I know a few of them here and there. And they're like, do you know this number? And I was like, no, I don't know who that is. So I guess there had been a complaint for domestic um, abuse or something. And so there, there's like seven cops walking around with like huge weapons on them. And I was just oh standing God. there like, yeah, it was so intense. And so they were like banging on the door. No one was answering. And then one of the other neighbors went and saw that their cars were still there. So they knew they were home. It was just so intense. So finally, I guess the girl came out and said that she had called 911, but I I don't I couldn't really hear what was going on, but I don't know what ended up happening cuz I like didn't want to be nosy, so I just went back inside, but it was so scary. I haven't I've like not slept soundly since then. I literally hate that stuff so much. Like when things like that happen in my apartment complex, I get so like I don't know why I feel like I'm mother hen of my apartment complex because like I feel like I'm like the, like the, the, not the mascot, but I feel like I'm the one that like needs to like stand. The protector. I'm the protector of my entire apartment complex because I am the apartment that's kind of like the first one, you know what I mean? So like, I feel like it's my job to just make sure everybody's safe. And so when things are going on, like in front of our apartment complex, I'm the one that always like calls the cops. And I do it a lot, oh, yeah. a lot more often than, than one would think or hope. Um, but I like, I peek my eyes over the window to like see, cause I've heard like a guy and a girl, I think they live somewhere around here, like getting gnarly into it, like domestic, like fight. And I'll like call the cops to like come and I'll just be sitting and watching them the entire time. Scared. And it's just like. Yeah, and you don't want to get too involved, but you want to be aware of what's going on if you can step in and help. And so I'm like, these people, I think this, whoever lives in that unit, they moved in recently. So I don't, I don't even know if I've seen them around or even like, you know, if I would recognize them. But I'm like, I feel, I kind of feel the same way of like this responsibility of like, being on the lookout but also like not wanting to me too it's so weird like I'm like I don't know why I like to put this like on myself like the other day there was a homeless man um uh I don't know how to say this um pleasuring himself can I say that please <laughs> do I think it's, yeah yeah all right pleasuring himself just on our front lawn and I like felt really bad because like I, I felt for him, you know, like, where is he going to, like, he has nowhere to go. But then I'm like, there's children that live in here. Like, what if one of them walk outside and see like this man pleasuring himself on the lawn right here? Oh, I'm, I mean, I feel, I know what you're saying. Like you feel for him, but I don't know if he necessarily needs to be doing that while he's like going in public. Yeah. (laughs) That's a different like humanly Um, urge that, that, (laughs) You can't really yeah, help it's with not a, it's know. a non-essential. <laughs> yeah, it's took did, a turn. Did you did you call the police? I did. I was driving. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's... And yeah, I did. But I, I felt was... bad about it. But I was like, I know. I was driving on ho- around Hollywood Boulevard, and there was a man with his sweatpants down to his knees and no underwear on, and he was just dancing on the streets and. I saw some things that shouldn't have seen, you know? 
He was just living his life. <laughs> just living his life. You know, we're all on a different path. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're all on a different path. No judgment, you know. <laughs> but but Becca, did you um? So have you have you heard this couple before in your like complex that that was having the the dispute? Is this something that's been going on for a while? No. So weirdly, that day earlier in the day. I was sitting on the couch and heard like a, I don't know, like a scream or like a moan. I literally almost thought someone was having like loud sex or something. So I, and I didn't really, it was the first time that's ever happened. Like my complex is really quiet. It's calm. It's a lot of families. And so I didn't literally never thought a thing of it, but the neighbor who shares a wall with the, the uh, unit that they came to check on, they said they hear them like. I think fighting or like yelling a lot. So I don't know. She just act like the girl that I talked to seemed like, yeah, we hear them all the time. Man, that's, that's tough. So I know it's that, I think that's why I've felt so like, um, um, I don't know. Like it's hard. Cause I, like I said, I don't want to come across as nosy or stepping on anyone's toes or, being in anyone's business but at the same time i'm like okay that felt for that for that many cops to come out and be that concerned it you know it felt serious so i'm just my eyes are my eyes are i'm aware of what's happening and i'm keeping an eye on the situation when i can i mean me too girl when uh when i first moved to la i i went down to um uh fairfax and uh santa monica there's like a bunch of like clothing stores down there and um I parked in this neighborhood and this guy pulled up behind me and uh, his girlfriend or wife was driving and he was sitting passenger and he was just just like close fist just punching her so hard and I was like oh my god so I sat there and I like think I was trying to think about what to do and so I I get out of the car and then he gets out of the car and like starts walking towards me and then I got back in the car and I, I got the license plate and I drove away and I called the police and I felt, I've always felt like a coward in that moment. And, um, for like not stopping. Cause like, who, you know, I, I should have stopped him, yeah. but he, he was this giant dude. And so I, I called my, my dad's a police officer and I called him and I was like, I feel horrible, man. Like this woman was like in serious need. And I, I just like, I left and he's like, when those situations really the best thing you can do is be a, a good witness because what would have happened, yeah. he's like, you would have gotten a fight with him. He would have like beaten the crap out of you. And then the cops would have come and then who knows, you know, maybe she would have denied it. Who knows what would have happened. So yeah, those, I think that's you know, the best thing to do too. Cause it's like, you want to help, but it almost could do more damage than good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, and, and the truth is like, if I if I somehow got involved, it could if it's a situation where things are bad and she might be in denial or whatever, mm-hmm. it might make things worse for her the more that people are involved. So I think I'm just going to, you know, if I hear s- something that's like suspicious or not out of the norm, then I'm going to, you know, be aware of it. this Yeah, time, so. definitely. Um, yeah. But to uh, to do it, to do a, a slight pivot, uh, who's your character in Mario Kart? <laughs> Who do you like to race as? Oh, oh, so I race as uh, Peach, Princess Peach. Interesting. I'm a Wario yeah, guy. Yeah, and I win. 
Really? Actually, I see that. Let me just say it here right now. If I, if you guys hear me talking about ever playing a video game on this podcast, you will know that I have officially cracked. <laughs> Honestly, it's so fun. Just saying that, just throwing that out now. If anybody sees me playing a video game of sorts, you will know Tanya has cracked. We're in week 12 of quarantine. Tanya is playing Animal Crossing and like obsessing about her acorns. <laughs> Honestly, though, of all the things I haven't played, but from what I've heard, I could totally see Tanya getting obsessed with Animal Crossing and acting like she ha- it's her duty to do <laughs> her jobs or whatever on that game. <laughs> You'd feel like you were being so productive. So I haven't played it either, but I, could, know, I could also see that. I'm a cool guy. I don't play yeah. that many video games. I'm very cool. I don't know. I, I got quite a lengthy list of things to do before I get a, a, a Nintendo. So, Well, they're like sold out everywhere, so good luck. <laughs> yeah. You're lost. I think I'd rather order a printer and practice like printing things than play video games. Practice printing? Printing. What sort of practice? What a command. It was like her trying to be like sarcastic, but it was just a bust. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hang out, guys. I gotta go practice my printer. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, you're playing your video games. I gotta go practice my printer. We're doing double sided tonight. I'm just like creating my own games over here. That's That's dark. Mattel, give me a call. Have either of you um, tried to learn, like, and uh, I'm sorry if you've already brought this up, but um, have you either of you, like, tr- like, learned a new instrument or something like that or, or anything? Like, during the during quarantine? During the quarantine, yeah. I guess not just in general, but. Um, no. No. I haven't. <laughs> have you? <laughs> have I? Uh, yeah. I mean. Where'd it go? I I have a oh I have a um I have a ukulele that I've been practicing and I also have this ocarina that I'm trying to break into, but that's about it. Yeah, what I feel like ocarina? I don't really it's weird because I'm like I don't have the time to like Yeah do anything really aside from like I mean you're working like full time and every you know like Life hasn't really changed. It's only the weekends where I have more time than I usually do. But um, I'm, I'm trying to treat my weekends like I would like a regular weekend. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I think people sometimes use the weekends to learn new hobbies. Yeah. yeah. I do. I wish I was reading more. I do wish I was reading more. It's so easy to like, at least for me, because like, I'm the same way. Like I've got like three books by my bed and I, I keep telling myself like, oh, when I get into bed, I'll pick up the books. But it's yeah. so easy just to be like, uh, just like on your phone. And then yeah, like, you know. like, I'm either on my phone or I'm cleaning. If I cut out the cleaning, I could really make something good in that window. I, I spend so much useless time on TikTok. It is <laughs> the worst like it's the best and the worst because I lay the other night I've not been sleeping well like I don't know what's going on I'm just really having a hard time sleeping and the other night I took two Advil PM and I read a book put my phone down and read a book 
When I say I don't even remember falling asleep, it was the best sleep I've gotten in forever. And I'm like, I don't know if it was just the Advil PM or if it was just putting my phone down and reading a book. Interesting. Yeah. Because the phone just like keeps your brain going. Maybe I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that with Red Star. What? Putting the phone down? Reading before we go to sleep to see if it gives us better sleep. I think it does. I mean, I notice if I if I can just put my phone down, it's just dumb. I'm like, why can't I do this every... Why do I feel like I have to go through TikTok for 20 minutes before I go to sleep? <laughs> It'll all be there the next day. So, you know, you can, you can check it in the morning. Just a bunch of useless... I'm like, oh, wow, that's a great easy recipe. Or, you know, yeah, I'm just like, literally like, I'm thing. fully going to try this this week and I'll report back next week if it helps. Oh, yeah, that's great. I'm sure. I And also, if anyone's listening, if you have any remedies for sleep, I am a big advocate for CBD. Um, I'm into melatonin. I just can't find one that really does the trick for me. So, so I got this um, Red Star is having a little bit of tr- problem sleeping as well. And so I got this little um, like essential oil that I put in my diffuser. That's called like good night. I don't really think it's working for him, but I, it, it smells quite nice and it puts you in a tranquil space before you go to sleep. So maybe try that. Yeah. yeah that's called lavender. That's <laughs> I've tried that. Oh, do you need something harder? <laughs> yeah. I need something in my system. Oh, okay. <laughs> to help. Um, We have a guest on today, and I'm actually super excited to chat with her. Um, Her name is Dr. Viviana Coles, and we're going to call her Dr. Viv. I think that's what she goes by. But um, she is a... Like, she's a doctor of marriage and family therapy. She's a certified sex therapist, and she's also an expert on Married at First Sight on Lifetime. I'm excited to get her on the phone because I think this is a really interesting time for couples who have never spent this much time together and wondering if they are in the right relationship with the right person or if this is a sign to get out now. So um, we're going to bring her on in a second, and we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with Dr. Ben. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this. 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. 
I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive. Like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. All right, you guys, we are back and we have Dr. Viviana Coles in the building. Well, on our phone, Zoom, whatever. She's here. She's with us. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here. Thank you. Um, So you go by Dr. Viv. Actually, is that- I don't. <laughs> oh, it's like everyone's been calling me Dr. Viv, and I'm like, I love that. No, I mean, I go by whatever anybody wants to call me. It's fine. Um, my name is Viviana, but everybody calls me Dr. Viv, and I've got I, with my family they call me Vivi, and then I have a lot of uh-huh. friends who call me Viv. So Dr. Viv is, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I want to set up what you do because you are a doctor of marriage and family therapy and a certified sex therapist. That's right. So every day, all day, I'm talking to people about intimacy issues, physical intimacy, especially, but emotional intimacy, because as we all know, in relationships, you got to have both to feel 
like you're in a healthy relationship. So that's what I do day in and day out. It's, um, it's a lot of fun to help people, but it's also really heavy stuff. So a lot of people are like, oh, so I guess you talk to them about like, positions and stuff. Well, like, yeah, like 5% of the time, but most of the time it's because nothing's going on. Like nothing's going on in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. They're on the verge of divorce. They've been unhappy. They're really trying to reconnect and it's been like eight years, you know, like it's, okay. it's pretty dramatic in my office. Here's my question to you. How, how, do you notice like a pattern or like, how do people get to that point in their marriage? Because like in the beginning, all you want is like intimacy. And then like, when does that turn happen? And how do you like prevent that? That's a great question. I've actually never had anybody ask me that, but I am constantly dealing with it. So I'm really glad you asked that, Tanya. Thank the you. thing is, I think for a lot of people, they really rely on their hormones and their urges to drive desire. And when that naturally starts to peter out over the course of 18 to 24 months, people usually either just say, oh, this is how it's going to be, or they break up with each other. So a lot of people are not focusing on that transition. And I wish people would come to me early on so I could help them through the transition that we all go through because mentally and in our brains, we cannot handle that same level of passion that we have in new relationships past 18 to 24 months max. So nope. you're going to see a lot of people who are in these monogamous relationships, serial monogamous relationships, but they're only for like a year and a half to two years at the most. Some people can't even make it that far. But yeah, I think that transition is what people really need to work on. How do you transition from passion to something that's more of like a long lasting burn? That is so interesting. How, it's so funny because I had a friend who would always say she was addicted to love. And I think what she meant was she was like, because she would be in those serial relationships where they would last like a year, year and a half. And then she'd like, it'd be on to the next one. And she's like, I'm addicted to love. And I'm, and now that you say that, it's more like she was addicted to that passionate love that's in the beginning of a relationship. So, so you're saying that there's like an actual hormone that is like being used in that beginning. And then that just like naturally goes away. So it's actually brain chemistry that we're talking about. And I'm not a neurologist, so I won't be the person to like really give you all the, you know, details of it. But I will tell you that, that it is common knowledge that 18 to 24 months of passion is what you get at most before it starts to really need to change. And, and you know, it almost needs to have like a metamorphosis in order to change into something that's lasting. And a lot of couples don't do that. So what ends up happening is they just kind of let it dip. They think, okay, it'll come back. Don't worry, it'll come back, no problem. And then it doesn't come back because they haven't put any work into keeping that spark alive. And then it feels like, it's funny, I, I tell my clients this a lot, it feels like they turned off the gas to the house and every time they wanna get it on, they have to go call the gas company, turn it on, then go light the pilot light, then light the burners. And it's like this huge big deal. And so everyone's like, ah, it's too much trouble. I'm stressed out, I'd rather just sleep. Because for a lot of people, they've been in their sleep. But at the beginning, you didn't need that sleep. You could, you could have <laughs> lost your job and you wouldn't care. <laughs> Wait, that's so, I'm so intrigued. So can you tell us like one thing to do? Like what can people do? I think we need to take a page from a lot of men's books, which is the idea that 
they need to, they talk, they talk about sex often, they think about sex often, even if it's not like in a really, you know, it's not like they're trying to masturbate all the time or anything, but they at least think about sex. They think about pleasure when it comes to sex on a daily basis, multiple times a day. And that's not the case for a lot of women. Um, we tend to not prioritize our sexuality and our sexual feelings and desire until we have to switch it on when we're in the bedroom. And that's something that I think men are awesome at because the reason that they always seem like they're ready, you know, quote unquote ready, is because they've been thinking about it. No, they haven't gone through like this entire fantasy every three minutes or anything, but they at least think about it or allow outside messages from movies, TVs, ads, radio, podcasts, they allow those messages in and they don't just kick them aside like a lot of women do. You know, if we're not in a sexy place or a sexy mood, those things just bounce right off of us. What I would love for women to do is to allow them in every once in a while, like three out of five messages, let them in. <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. So are you saying for, for like at 18 to 24 months, that's kind of when it that brain chemistry stops for women or is it for both no. men and women or is it just like a couple no i mean it's for it's for everyone and it's mainly for a, i mean if you're in a relationship you're assuming you both started at the same time that timeline yeah. tends to be true for both people and um unless somebody's like gone outside of it and has new relationship energy with somebody else but typically if you're in a monogamous relationship or if you're in a committed relationship that time frame is for both of you. And what I have found is that couples who last the longest with having that sexual component to their relationship, it's because they have actively kept it alive. They have nurtured it. They haven't thought after the kids, you know, once, once the kids are sleeping on their own, once the kids are, you know, this, once they're going to school, a lot of people think it'll come back. It'll, it was there, it'll come back. And that's wishful thinking. And it doesn't really happen without the help of someone, you know, qualified typically, um, like myself, to say, hey, let me tell you what this is going to look like so that you can be ready. Mm -hmm. And if you've already let it go, it's going to take work from both of you to reprioritize it. And look, I'm not the kind of person, I'm a sex therapist, yes, but I'm not the kind of person who's going to tell you, you need to prioritize sex over everything else. No, we've all got lives mm -hmm. and nobody got time for that. But you've got to be in the top five, at least, if you're in a relationship. Most people don't sign up to be in sexless relationships. And if you did, okay, that's fine. If both of you signed up for that, that's fine. You're not going to be coming to my office because you're happy. But for the people that typically go into a, you know, a, a very, um, I guess, normative relationship, they are expecting to have sexuality and sexual intimacy as well as emotional intimacy be a part of that relationship for the long term and it takes work but when it's two people it doesn't feel like that it doesn't feel like it's hard as if it was just one person trying to you know carry that torch for the mm -hmm. sex life which i find a lot of men do or every once in a while in my office i do get that woman who's like I don't know what's going on. Like I constantly am all over him and he's just, his head is somewhere else. And there are lots of reasons for that. Some can be detrimental to the relationship as far as it being a betrayal happening. And other times it's um, just a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress. We have a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was going to say, have you found that business is like booming for you right now with so many couples spending probably more time than ever together? Well, I'm really fortunate that the type of work that I do is kind of always in need. But right now yeah. I'm getting more people who are available more often for sessions because I get a lot of busy people. I get people in, in you know, your business. I get people all over and to get them to be able to have a regular hour every week isn't often the case. And now they're like, can we come, can we talk to you for two hours? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So yeah, it's more that the availability is more there. Um, and even yeah. my availability is opened up a bit more because, you know, as things are kind of slowing down or morphing into a different way to do shows and film and all that. So it's, it's a lot of that combination, but I'm so glad that people even know that someone like me, like a certified sex therapist even exists. Um, and that they're mm -hmm. willing to reach out for help because this is this is the t the sort of thing when sex isn't going well in a relationship, people will say it accounts for seventy percent of why they're unhappy. But when it's going well, they're like, oh, it's no big deal. It's like sex is what like ten percent of a relationship. I it's I a big deal say, when it's a big deal. I do want to say though, yeah. I do think there's ways to be like um, sexually intimate with somebody and not actually having sex with them. Absolutely. So when I talk about sex, I'm talking about what you're saying, Tanya, which is this idea of there can be sensuality, there right. can be this undercurrent of sexiness, but I'm not talking about intercourse. Um, right. I think that a lot of people, once they cross that line, quote unquote, into intercourse, they think, well, if we're not doing that, then it's not worth it. Like, what are we doing? Right. And again, the people who are happiest have variety. They're making out still. People make mm -hmm. out. I'm like, go home and make out with your spouse. Do it in a place where you can't do anything more because you'll get arrested. Like, make out, you know, touch each other, give each other massages, take showers together, give each other hand jobs. Like, it doesn't all have to be about penetrative intercourse. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, we have a very, um, an, an email that came in from one of our listeners, and we definitely feel like, this is professional advice that is needed. And um, so Easton's going to read the email and I think he's going to check and make sure he's saying the word right. <laughs> uh, hi, Dr. Viv, Dr. Viviana. This, uh, this concerns uh, a condition called vaginismus. Am I saying that right? All right, cool. You I, are vaginismus. Yes. I've been very practicing good. all day. Okay. Um, <laughs> Muttering so, to himself. Yeah. <laughs> Not anything different than usual. Um, so here's the email. Um, I was diagnosed with vaginismus about a year and a half ago. It's an involuntary spasm or contraction of the pelvic floor muscles when anything approaches for penetration, which makes sex extremely painful or not possible. I'm a Christian and I've been saving myself for marriage. Since being diagno diagnosed after an exam because of extreme pain for failed attempts of a pap smear, I've tried going through a graduated dilator program and seeing a pelvic floor physical therapist. Neither of these was completely successful, though I do think they helped a little. I got engaged in December and plan to get married in June, but I'm so afraid sex just won't work. I'm dreading my first time, and I don't want this to ruin my marriage. My fiancé has been super patient, supportive, and encouraging. Do you know anyone who struggled with this? Wow. Unfortunately, I have heard of many because I see a lot of these situations where it can feel like there's this unconsummated marriage situation happening. And uh, while that's a very outdated term, it's what they're coming in with. They're saying, 
they're saying exactly what your caller is saying. And they're, and this is a problem. Um, it's a very rare problem. It's not something that happens uh, typically just out of the blue. Sometimes it's, uh, usually it's something that has happened or continued since, you know, adolescence. It's not something that will just happen out of the blue. It can, there's always exceptions. Typically, it's an underlying anxiety disorder, which is why going to see a public health board therapist is awesome for education mm -hmm. because the education will give her the knowledge and the confidence in her body and in her anatomy to know what exactly is happening. A lot of times women will come to my office and they'll, the educated women, um, 35, 40, 45 years old, who will be like, well, down there, something isn't right. And to get them to understand what down there really means, or to get me to understand what they mean by that, it takes a lot of education, which I love to do. I just wish it was something that they already knew about themselves. So we often talk about men having performance anxiety and how that plays out, but we don't often think about the person who's actually allowing something to, be, to penetrate them. Yeah. That's performance anxiety too. Sometimes people in my field will call vaginismus like a panic attack in the vagina. It makes sense. Mm. I mean, I'm surprised it's as rare as it is, but I guess a lot of people don't want to talk about it. I wish they would so mm -hmm. they could get help because um, fortunately many a baby has ended up after coming to, to see me. It's like wonderful. You can get through it is what I'm trying to say. You can work through it, but it's not something that will happen overnight. And it's not something that if you say, just relax, just relax, let it happen. No, that's not the way it works. There's a lot that goes into it, and, and it takes a lot of vulnerability. Um, I love that word because it really does mean a lot, but it takes confidence, trust, confidence in someone else, trust in someone else, trust in your own body. I mean, there's just so much that goes into this receiving of a penis. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I think what you said is spot on. I'm, I, I honestly, to I, she was anonymous, but... I really applaud her for like being open and vulnerable and asking for help and advice because I think what you said is might be the first time she's heard like, okay, great. You focused on the physical therapy, but now it's time to figure out what's going on. What mental block is there? That's yeah. well, and, and women who are in her situation, the first thing they'll do is talk to Google and they'll go right. online and say, how do I fix this? What is this? I can't have sex is what they'll look up. And all of these things will come up saying it's vaginismus, vaginismus. And it might be, yes, that that might be the case, but how you work through it is not gonna happen online. And yes, you can get the dilator sets and you can start working through that. But just because you can have something insert does not mean that it's going to end up working out in the bedroom in a sexual experience. So. That's part of it, and I am I applaud women for even going that route. Um, I found that a lot of times they'll come into my office after having used the dilators and say, okay, I was able to get to this one, but there's, I can't do that with my partner. I can't replicate it, you know, there, it's not mm -hmm. the same. Or they'll say, I was able to do this, but then it was like, oh, this isn't fun, who wants to do this? I don't want to spend time every other day working, you know, having something inside me. And, you know, it's, it's not sexy. So when it's not sexy, mm -hmm. or if they're not in a relationship, they don't feel the pressure. But then if they are in a relationship, they feel the pressure. So 
it's uh -huh. not easy. So I applaud her for asking, but it's definitely not going to be something that she finds online. Yeah, good to know. Google is great for some things, but sometimes for other things, it yeah. really it's good to find out that she's not alone. She's definitely not alone, and there yeah. is something. There's a name to this, but um, that as far as the working through it, it's probably not going to happen that way. Yeah. Well, we um, so appreciate, I feel like we could talk to you all day, but <laughs> um, we so that. appreciate you coming on. Um, I know that you're on Married at First Sight, and then there's a reunion special that you'll be on this Wednesday. Is that correct? Yeah, so the reunion special is for the cast. Um, they're coming back and sharing what's been going on since Decision Day, which just aired this past Wednesday. Married at First Sight has been interesting way to kind of see how couples deal with going from like straight up single to straight up married in the matter and then to have the cameras so that we can understand what it's like and they can share their experience with us it's so amazing I'm I'm really really just ecstatic to be a part of the whole process I mean it is I I cannot even imagine being in their positions, but it's so, I mean, it's fascinating because you, you watch it and it makes sense how it can work with the professionals that are behind it. It's not just yeah. like bumble dates going. No, and it's not it. just, Hey, let's roll the dice and put these people together. There are months of trying to figure out who these people are and what they need and what they want. And then finding out to the best of our abilities, how to make sure that we have paired them with someone that they could have long-term success with, that they could have a lasting marriage. It's a lot of pressure, um, but it's really special. I mean, this is like, it's modern day matchmaking, but on steroids, because we're thinking, we're trying to think of all these scenarios, but the truth is we don't read minds. So we can't tell the future. We don't really know what's gonna happen. We hope and we think well, it's going to go a certain way, but then just like everyone else, we're watching the episodes and there are certain things that we thought, oh, okay. So when she said this, I thought it was like this, but uh, that face she made, of course he was going to take it the wrong way or whatever. So it's just really interesting to watch, especially even though I was a part of it. Um, it's, it's an interesting show. Someone, someone gets something out of it. I mean, this is, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I it's like, it's such a popular show. I think people are just so fascinated by the concept and the idea. But I remember when I watched it, I'm like, it make. I mean, you know, we we're all trying to find someone we match with. So why not get professionals to do the research for us and then put us together with someone? Yeah. And, and the truth is, we take it very, very seriously. We want the best for them. We want people to see what marriage, what healthy marriage is like. Um, you know, a lot of us, the, the three experts, the ones that do the matching, we all do this for a living on the side in one way, shape or form. Right. Um, and we, we know how difficult it can be, but the people that we've picked have made us feel very confident that they're ready for marriage. Do we mm -hmm. know that they're ready for marriage? We won't know until they're actually married because by the time it starts, they're already married. It's already done. They've, yeah. they've, uh, you know, they take that deep dive into the, the deep end and then we just sit back and hope that they're into each other and that they treat each other with respect and that you know they can grow into something that's more lasting like love and that they show yeah. each other the potential that we've seen. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Um, where can people find you on Instagram, website? Where can they get more information about you? Yeah, so um, my name is Dr. Viviana Coles. And my website is drviviana.com. My social media is Dr. Viviana. I have online programs. I have an online community you can be a part of. Um, I love what's happening on Instagram because people are asking me these sorts of questions all the time. And I do TV and I can just be like, hey, let me answer this question. And whoever happens to come across it might actually learn something. So it's such an amazing platform, Facebook and Twitter and all of that. But yes, yeah, social media has been awesome for my for my field because, you know, like this is what we do. And I love one-on-one, but I also really enjoy being able to help lots of people who I'll never see in my office. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's really cool. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and give our listeners some insight to, I mean, like I said, I feel like couples right now are in the they're like, do I really like this person or not? Well, and everybody needs to remember, this is new territory. Be nice to each other. Give each other space. Keep your expectations really low. We don't need anybody thinking like, oh, this is our chance to really renovate our marriage. No, everybody's stressed out. Everybody just needs to be able mm-hmm. to like retreat to their corners and then come back together and have fun. Uh, we don't know how long we're going to be cooped up, so... Don't start, you know, stirring up everything. Don't yeah. stir the pot during quarantine. <laughs> That's really good advice. <laughs> Be nice to each other. That's yeah. the main takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dr. Thank Viviana. So we much. really appreciate it. We can't wait to have you back. Yeah, literally, I could talk to you for so long. Like, <laughs> I would love to. I, I just have so like, long. I just feel like it's such like a miss. Um, I feel like women don't talk about things like this to each other or out loud and like it's like how are you supposed to know what feels good to you if you've never you know what I mean like I barely know I'm 30 how old am I 32 I lost my virginity at 19 and I you know what I mean it's like I I still struggle in lots of things and Mm -hmm. like I don't know I just find it it's such like a weird it's such like a under um spoken about area it's still pretty taboo. I mean, I try to make it as easy to talk about these things, but it's still pretty taboo. And a lot of people don't want to admit it when they're struggling in the bedroom, especially men, men. I mean, they have to have practically their penis falling off before they'll go get help about it. Um, (laughs) I I think it's really important that it's not just women who aren't talking about it. It's men as well. And you just need to do it. Just get it out there. Yeah, it's great advice. Well, thank you so much. Stay safe and enjoy your time with your family. And we will talk to you soon, hopefully. Yeah, let's keep in touch. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas 
forever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this. 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Um, so having Dr. Viv on made me realize something that I didn't even ask you about, Becca. What? How is your relationship doing in this quarantine? We're, I mean, we're great. I think the the thing is, I mean, to be honest, I don't really feel like we need a ton of time apart from each other. Like, I haven't had any moments where I'm like, I need my space, but we each have our own place. So 
if one of us needs the space, then there's an escape in that way. But I haven't really felt that immense need for for from for space. Um, so like we've been good, but I think there's moments where there's stress or like fear or anxiety about just like the overall situation, but we're pretty good at communicating and like talking it out. Like last night we talked about just, it's so easy to focus. I think human nature is to focus on ourselves and our personal situation of like, how am I feeling? Which I think it's great to check in and like make sure that you're feeling healthy and like your, your mental health and your physical health. I think that is very necessary, but in the grand scheme of things, being bored or wanting to travel and not being able to is so minute compared to the overall scenario. So we had this conversation last night just talking, you know, like verbalizing that and that it's important to be aware of our situation and how we're feeling, but also take into consideration the bigger picture. Um, So we're good. I, we haven't had any, we've had a few like bickering arguments, but nothing where one of us slams the door and runs out or anything. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. What are you laughing at? I mean, it's, it's so, it's such, I don't know. It's just so interesting. It's just like, I feel like we're all going to look back at this time and just be like, do you remember that time when like, everything just shut down I mean yeah we're we're literally kind of in a, a very historical yeah time like this will be written about in history books you know yeah it's really wild and I almost think some I, I've been thinking too like um Red Star and I were talking over the weekend and he was saying he was just like you know it is it is kind of crazy to be like thrown into the situation in a new relationship. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, I mean, they're like this week, like we literally just spent like 72 straight hours together. And like, that's, you know, not normal for a couple that's like a few months in, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And normally those 72 hours would be spent like, you know, a weekend in like, you know, Santa Barbara or something like that. Like it's not going to be like just stuck in your home, like with the doors locked. Totally. Yeah. With the smell of Clorox, just singeing your nose hairs. Lots of Clorox, lots of Clorox, (laughs) lots of Clorox. It's so funny though. I was interested in what uh, Dr. Viv was saying about how our, you know, we stop that, honeymoon phase or whatever is kind of over in sexually I guess in 18 to 24 months and it's funny because I remember your long-term relationship you I remember asking like did it last did that feeling of passion last the whole time y'all were together and you said yes but during that time y'all were the whole most of the time y'all were together was long distance right yeah so it that it kind of lingered on because y'all we're so limited on your time together. So it did feel like new every time you got to see each other. Yeah, maybe. I know. I'm so interested in that 18 to 24 month thing. I mean, it makes, I, it makes so much sense. I feel like so many of my friends have been in the two year mark. People are like, I, I don't know if this is it 
because maybe that feeling's just gone, and so they think that because that's gone, that means the relationship's not what it was or something. How sad. Did you find that to be true, Easton? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but, um... Really? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know, but, um, I know our, our, our situation isn't, is, is atypical, um, I think, uh, so I, I'm still wait. I, you know, we've, we've been married now for almost three years. Um, and we've, we've mm-hmm. been together for like, Oh God, five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just each, 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 you know, I find the, uh, the passion gets stronger by the day. So, um, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm waiting to, waiting to hit that, that, that point. Cause I know it's going to come, but um it hasn't hasn't yet (laughs) i don't know know to tell you wow i know i know (laughs) they defy the odds you know i'm a uh, i'm a man of uh of intense uh passion and i just want (laughs) to just want to get that on the record um you you know we we have one email i wanted to get into really quick if you guys are up to it up for it yeah this is this is uh from marissa she needs some advice and i think uh, i think you both are very suited for this I want to find my red star, but it's been so hard. I don't know. This happens. I always get super uncomfortable around men who ask me out or like me. I can like someone, but once they find out they like me too, I freak out and I back away big time. I wanted to cry when a nice man bought me lunch at work and sat across from me. I was so uncomfortable. Do you think this calling in the one book will help me and get me out of this hole? I'm 28. I've never had a boyfriend or even a first kiss before. I've never had any traumatizing experiences when I was younger either. I don't know why I am this way. I don't have dating apps or online dating. Do you have any advice for me on how I can overcome this? I got to tell you, <laughs> that calling in the one book did some wonders on me. I don't think it's a bad place to start. It's like $11 on Amazon. And it actually really like helps to work through things. Like it made me, and I do a lot of self-help. It made me realize things about myself that I never realized before. So I don't think it's a bad place to start. I'm waiting for the day when you say, you know, uh, I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, you can pass on them. <laughs> like, I feel like it, it's probably just a good idea for anyone to do. If they're looking to get more introspective and, um, and get to know themselves better, you know. For sure. Because it's like, I think sometimes you kind of get stuck in your in your dating rut, like you think you're doing everything right. And then like, it takes an outside, like outside source. It's not necessarily a friend or family. Like this is literally just like a woman, a book that no doesn't know you, but like, she's just kind of telling you what time it is, you know, like, she's like, rip this up, do this, think this, like, and it's just kind of, it's like the harsh reality that I think a lot of people need. And then like, I mean, I don't know. It made me realize a ton about myself. And then like cut to red star came into my life. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like more, I mean, obviously finding red star was the cherry on top, but I think more than that, what you talked about of how it helped you realize patterns and the way you handled relationships or, you know, just how you handled dating in general. I thought that was the most interesting part of the book because I remember thinking, like, even being in a relationship, I think it would be beneficial to read. And so I think the thing is that we kind of let the pressure of what everyone is doing around us to get in our heads. And I think 
not having a boyfriend and being a certain age and not having your first kiss and being a certain age makes you feel like you're not doing something right or that something's wrong with you. But the truth is, is that like you're just on your own time and like you can't get into your head about what society's telling you what age you're supposed to be or what your life is supposed to look like at that. And I think we let a lot of that get into our heads and it becomes almost this weird anxiety that we have when someone sits across from us and buys us lunch and sits down to have a conversation when that should just be, it shouldn't even be something that stresses us out, you know? And that's the thing like, I was kind of like saying with uh, Dr. Viv is it's like we you're absolutely right. We like create this idea of what things are supposed to look like in our head. And then the more and more we get on that, the more and more uncomfortable we are with like dating. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's a double-edged sword. Like it kind of, it just counter, 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 counterproductive. Counteracts. Yeah. Counter- you got it. Yeah. You're in it's the ballpark. counterproductive. Cause it's like, you want to find someone you want to, you know what I mean? You want to all these things, but then you, you're thinking about it so much that you're creating this like wall up around yourself, you know? And I think that like, I do think it was coincidental timing that red star came into my life when he did like with this finishing the workbook. Cause it could have been a year from now. It could have been two years from now. Who knows? You know what I mean? I think that was like coincidental. I think the, the book really does just kind of put you in that mind, that mind frame of like stripping things back, stripping things away and just like really, really being like aware of yourself and what you want and where you want to go. And I also think too, that I also think too, that things are going to don't always turn out the way that you envision them in your head. I can assure you that, uh, Becca, I think you can echo my sentiment that like, yeah, I mean, things don't, we have, we, from the time we are little, and we watch our first romantic movie we have an idea of what our lives are supposed to look like and all of a sudden we realize that maybe maybe we're not that main character in the movie or maybe it doesn't look the same for us or maybe our family's different than what their family looks like in the movie and I think the reality is that we're we're created to make expectations for ourselves, and if we don't make those expectations we feel like we failed or disappointed but the truth is is that you adjust to what works for your life and I think practicing the things that make you uncomfortable like make conversation if you see a guy that you think is cute even if you're like I'm not I'm not gonna marry this guy but if you're like I find that guy cute and he seems like charming and nice like you hear him talking to someone else maybe approach him and start a conversation and challenge yourself to make normal everyday you know conversations with people feel comfortable for you because sometimes you have to practice getting uncomfortable to eventually feel comfortable in certain situations so I think from what I've heard Tanya say that book is a great way to start but also you can't just sit alone in your house reading the book and doing those practices. You have to put things into action. You have and to get out there. Make an effort. You have to try. You have to fall. You have to get back up. You have to try again. Sometimes you have to try for quite some years, to be <laughs> honest. But guess what? It all works out the way that it's supposed to. I can assure you that. 
Yes. It'll all work out. I, um, I know we have to wrap it up here. I just have, I have a uh, three very small and quick pieces of business. We have, we have another email from Jen. She wants uh, help to convince her husband to name her child Easton. It's the best name that's ever been invented. I've had a lot of good luck with it. Jen, if you want to uh, DM me on Instagram, I'll send you a uh, PowerPoint that you can give to him. I've got a lot of, a lot of points <laughs> there. I, I'm being dead serious about that. Uh, also, um, Mark's not with us because it's his daughter, Allie's birthday. I want to wish Allie a happy birthday. Um, happy birthday, Allie. Happy birthday, Allie. I don't know if you'll listen to this, but your dad's going to have to. Um, and uh, then, and last but not least, uh, our dear friend Crystal is celebrating a birthday this week. We love Crystal so much, and I hope she has the best day ever. I just wanted to make sure we wish her happy birthday on here. Oh, we love Crystal so much. Crystal, I hope that you're having the most amazing birthday in the quarantine times and i can't wait to hug you again at our next meetup or event where i get to see your beautiful smiling face crystal i love you so much i hope you have the best birthday not only birthday i hope that this year is truly the best year of your life i'm gonna i'm gonna speak that out i'm gonna speak that out for you right now right here right now Crystal, you make everyone's life around you so much better. You're such a light uh, and you've been such a great friend to, to uh, Allison and I over the last year or so. Um, and just I hope you have the best day ever. Everyone loves you. Everyone loves you. Uh, and then also, uh, if you guys want some scrubbing and merch, it's still available. Uh, you just got to go to myfanthreads.com slash scrubbing in. There will be a link in the uh, episode description of this. A portion of all the merch sold will be uh, going to LAUSD to help those in need. And this merch kicks ass. You got to get some if you don't already. It, The pink crop sweater with the scrubbing in down the sleeve is the coziest, maybe the coziest piece of clothing I have. That's um, saying a lot because you have blanket pants. I know, but it's, it's like the perfect, it's soft and it's so soft, but it's not too thick and it's like breathable. And I know a lot of people were talking about the crops being a problem, but I will say I, uh, and I wear a crop top, so I, maybe my opinion means nothing, but I do feel like if you want to size up, it will, it will be what you want it to be. Um, so go check out the merch. I feel like it's a limited time. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a part of the of the squad wearing the merch, now is the time. And it's going to it's going to it's being donated to help people. So it's it's really the best time to do it. Um that yeah, so get on there, get that merch. Um all right, ladies, uh shall we? Shall we close it out? <laughs> Yeah, we have, it's time to say goodbye. But uh, before we go, I like the idea of next week doing it drunk. <laughs> I Just mean, being wasted you know, doing the podcast. Me, the three of us with the truth or drink episode gets really fun. Like, should we do it? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like we should figure something out. Okay, I'm we'll down. talk about it. Even if we just have a cocktail while we record. Right, right, right. Like happy hour. Like we call it happy hour. And scrubbing in listeners can, I don't know how they can be involved, but maybe we can figure out a way how to involve them. Maybe we make the same drink and then we say that. They have to We announce. Yeah, this is the drink of the week. I like that. And they have all the ingredients to make the drink of the week. That's fine. I like that. Um, 
could be fun. Yeah. So, so be on the lookout, all you uh, aspiring mixologists out there. We're going to have a drink of the week for you. <laughs> um, all right. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you're all doing okay. We're thinking about you, and we love you. Love you. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.